0: Are you ready to break free of the life that feels wrong, inauthentic, and doesn't suit you? Have you always imagined moving forward, but just didn't know how to make it happen? Stay right where you are because Elizabeth Moore, the soul and body healer, is here to show you how to raise your bar.
1: Hi, welcome to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. I'm Elizabeth Moore. I'm excited to be here today and I'm excited that you've joined us. So today's show is about forgiveness, But before we jump into that, I just want to introduce myself a little bit more. I am the owner of Purple Door, which is an online bookstore and metaphysical shop full of wonderful goodies. You can find it at www.purpledoor-cambridge.ca. You can also find a full list there on how to work with me and all of the services that I offer. It's I've got a lot, (laughs) which is fabulous. So when I started this journey, I didn't actually know what forgiveness was, what I thought of when I heard the word forgiveness was the old adage, you know, forgive and forget, move on, keep going. And I've actually discovered that those are just preconceived ideas that everybody else around me were throwing at me at the time. And it actually wasn't, um how I see forgiveness today, and how we can actually work with forgiveness to heal ourselves, which it's kind of magical, actually, right? So in this episode, we're going to discuss some of the myths and uh, preconceived ideas that people have about forgiving. We're going to talk about how to forgive, how to start the process of working through those things to forgive. And we're also going to talk about what forgiveness really is, because hmm, I really think everybody needs to understand that forgiveness is an inside job. It has to start with you first. And forgiveness is when we make that conscious choice or decision to not let what's going on around us or to us drag us down and be angry, bitter, nasty, mean people who then turn around and be angry, bitter, nasty, and mean to everybody else in the world. And honestly, forgiveness was not on my mind whatsoever when I started this journey. I kind of had the idea and the opinion that, you know what, what happened happened, I'm just gonna move forward and I'm ready to start my new life. And this was like, maybe two weeks to a month (laughs) into the whole thing. Um, I hadn't even processed what I was going through, but I was was done. Like I was just, let's move forward, right? But that's not actually what forgiveness is. It's that deep dive into ourselves to discover Hmm. how we've been hurt, where we've been hurt and what we're going to do with that hurt. Because you don't have to let it make you be nasty and mean. You can actually use that to make you strong and kind and compassionate and understanding of everyone else in the world around you. Because everybody in this world that you interact with has been hurt in some way, shape, or form. Amazing, isn't it? (laughs) So I have taught coached and talked to a lot of people about forgiveness since I started my journey. I found that the majority of people really believed that forgiveness means forgive and forget and continue being somebody's doormat. No, (laughs) I have to say right now, no, I'm here to tell you it is not about being a doormat. There is nothing about being a doormat when you actually find true forgiveness and work with forgiveness on your healing journey. So the biggest, biggest, biggest myth or preconceived idea about this journey and forgiveness within it is that when somebody offers you an apology, you have to accept it and just keep going and letting them be who they are. And in fact, no, just no with that one. Oh, so much no. Okay, so here? when you have somebody that has hurt you or even yourself, right, and they come in with the apology of, wow, well, I'm sorry that you let your feelings get hurt or your feelings got hurt or you were hurt because i said or because i did that's not an apology is it i used to think it was but it's not what an apology is is more like this i am really sorry i had i didn't even think that you could that i could be hurting anybody with my words or my actions How can I make this better for you? And how can I repair the damage to our relationship? Because I really value and trust you. That's closer to a genuine apology, right? You can feel the difference between the two. In the first one, I'm not sincere whatsoever. I'm kind of like, well, you know, you got yourself hurt. Tough luck, sorry. And in the second one, I'm telling you, I didn't actually go into detail about what I might've hurt you with because I don't have that rehearsed in my head, but I want to repair our relationship because it means something to me. And I want to know how, I want you to know, sorry, how I'm going to move forward and not do that ever again by respecting you and respecting your emotions, respecting your pain. And here's something else, respecting your boundaries. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the next one is that you must forgive someone and forget in order to heal. And you don't. Nope. Healing is an inside job again, right? Somebody can apologize to you and they can make that most genuine heartfelt apology. And you still don't have to accept it if you don't want to. It's okay, and I have said this, it's okay to say thank you when somebody makes the genuine apology, and don't go into details and just let it go. You can say thank you, but I feel like the damage is done, and I can't move forward. I, You know, thank you for the apology. I really do hope you're going to be a better person, but I just can't see us moving forward together, and that's okay this is your choice. This is your life. You get to decide for you what you do and where you go with this. So if the apology felt real and genuine, and you actually want to continue the relationship, then that's actually a conversation opener that you can have that discusses boundaries between the two, right? In the future, I would appreciate it if this is how I choose to be treated. Thank you. Right. And it goes back and forth at that point, you're having a discussion. How do they choose to be treated? How are they moving forward? And if the two don't meet and it's not uh, there's no meshing in there and you can't see it working again, it's okay to end that relationship. I feel like, well, the forgive and forget part, it's to keep us in relationships that aren't necessarily good for us. Because they like using you, right? It's a simple fact, but when you're in a relationship and I don't mean, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, kind of romantic relationship all the time. I mean, friendship, I mean, working relationship, employer, employee, those kind of things. All of the relationships that we have in our life are relationships. So if you're in this relationship and you just feel like you're not being treated, right? It's okay to walk away. That's part of this forgive and forget thing. It's actually not the forget part, but the forgive part. I can forgive you, but I'm going to walk away because I'm not going to allow myself to be treated like this again. And the behavior is not changing. So to protect me, I'm going to walk away and that's okay. You have my permission to do that. Give yourself permission to do that for you. If you're in a relationship that doesn't feel right, where you are being stepped on and hurt, walk away. And then we'll work on forgiveness when you're in a better spot, right? Because it all does fall in together. So I think we've talked about this before. I'm sure I've mentioned it. When you're not in a good, healthy space, and I mean your environment, your body, your energy, when you are feeling like the downslide of a roller coaster where it's out of control and you don't know what's coming at you next, it's not a good time to make decisions. You need to find that space within yourself and get calm and get relaxed and figure out what's best for you. So if you are, Being disrespected on a regular basis, it's okay to remove yourself from that relationship. All right. So, when another one is when you forgive someone, it's equal to forgetting what they've done and you're allowing them to keep doing it because they're going to keep apologizing, right? Oh, did I step on your toe? Sorry. Oh, did I step on your toe? Sorry. And then it's just a repetitive thing. You don't have to let that happen you don't have to be there for that. It's okay, again, to walk away from that. So that was actually a really big one. I was really surprised um, by how many people actually carried that inside of themselves, thinking that, well, they've apologized. It's okay. It's not okay. Disrespect is never okay. All right. So What all of these examples and more actually sound like and look like and are, are the gaslighting abusive relationships where you're being told to forgive and forget because it's to my advantage if you forgive and forget. It's not to your advantage. So forgiving and forgetting really isn't to your advantage. And we have to keep that in mind because It is such a huge, huge one for us. As I've said, we're going to talk about boundaries later on, but this is a boundary issue. How you allow others to treat you is your boundary. And that's the generalization of it. We'll get more specific. But when you say no, it can mean no. And it is a full sentence. I've seen that other places. No is a full sentence, and it really is thank you, but no, and you don't need any explanations on why you're choosing not to forgive and forget and let it keep going. You've just made that choice, right? So these are all, well, a few myths (laughs) that I've discovered while working with people. Um, A lot of people though, they tend to have that forgive and forget because it's what we were taught when we were little. It is one of those societal beliefs That you are better off if you just forgive and keep forgetting, (laughs) forgive and forget, forgive and forget, right? Over and over again, because it's what we were taught when we were little. It's what society pushes at us. And it's kind of what's expected of us, right? Like, how can you, how can you stay in a relationship where you're constantly being insulted and disrespected? You can't, you shouldn't. But if you forgive and forget, it makes it easier, but it doesn't. In the long run, it really doesn't. In the long run, it gives you more to heal from and more to work with on forgiveness. And I understand (laughs) it's coming from outside sources, but no matter what you do, forgiveness is still going to be an inside job first. And I will explain that later. Right now we are going to break and you are listening to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. I'll see you in a little bit.
0: So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email Host at Network.com. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Elizabeth.PurpleDoor@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Now back to the program.
1: and welcome back to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. Me, I'm so excited. Uh, So we just talked about a few myths about forgiveness and let's just take a break from that part and talk about what forgiveness is. So I love this because when you Google search it, there are so many different meanings of forgiveness that come up and different ideas about forgiveness and Um, it's just fascinating to me because ultimately what forgiveness is, is your intentional choice to let things go, your intentional choice to stop carrying all of the hate and anger and bitterness and envy that is actually hurting you, right? You're making this intentional choice to heal yourself. When I actually uh, started the journey of forgiveness, because I didn't, I resisted it for a long time. And when I actually started that journey, it was um, with doubt, I suppose, would be the best word that anything would come of this, right? The whole forgiveness thing, because again, being around that whole forgive and forget thing and knowing that and doing that and putting myself in that horrible place so many times, I didn't want to forgive anybody because in my mind, forgiving meant forgetting. And then if I forget, I'll get hurt in the same way all over again. And I don't want that. I didn't want that. Nobody wants that. Right. So when you make that choice, It actually lifts you up. There's a massive step that you're taking, and you are choosing yourself in that moment. You are choosing to not forgive and forget, but to forgive and let go, which is amazing and awesome and incredible. So... (laughs) Making that choice is the first step on deciding to forgive. How we forgive? Well, first of all, and I feel like this never gets said enough. This whole healing journey in life is not a quick fix scheme. It's not an overnight cure. And it's not, you know like you're taking a medication and zoning it out and going away. It's not, it is, Oh, it's messy. It's sometimes complicated and it is definitely emotion filled. And if you saw my mug earlier, it is miss Frizzle from the magic school bus because her motto is take chances, make mistakes and get messy. And honestly, that's life, right? That's just how life is. And that's how forgiveness is. (laughs) Forgiveness is messy. You make mistakes and it kind of asks you to take chances. You're taking a chance on you. That is your best bet forever, right? You are your best bet. So working with yourself on forgiveness is where you start now. Remember, be compassionate. You've been through a lot. You've gone through a lot. You've survived a lot. And I always say um, when I'm doing palm reading and I would love to show you my hand, but you won't be able to see the lines anyway. But one hand is how you see yourself. And the other hand is how the world sees you, what you've gone through, what you've done. Your hand might have, a tiny little blip of a line, right? Oh, yep, experience something. But on the hand where everybody else, how everybody else sees you, it might be this great, big, huge, messy, X star circle, whatever, pile of scribble over here. And it's because you went through it and you survived it and you were like, Meh, I did this, it's awesome. They look at it and go, Ooh, how did they survive that? They are so strong and so amazing and so lucky or wonderful or whatever. So we don't always see how we should be treating ourselves because we're going through it and we're getting through it. So it must be okay, right? We survived it. Just because you survived something doesn't mean it didn't leave a mark on your hand or your soul. There's going to be things to work on there too for forgiveness. So be compassionate and kind to yourself. Um, (laughs) Drink lots of water, buy lots of Kleenexes, because honestly, you'll use them up. I promise you are going to build trust with yourself by not judging. (sighs) I wish somebody had told me that when I started my journey on on forgiveness, self-forgiveness, because. Who you are today is made up of all of the people you were in the past. So, you know, let's say Monday's Elizabeth is today. And Thursday from last week's Elizabeth didn't know the things that I know today. And if she made a mistake, then I'm going to forgive her. And I'm not going to judge her because she didn't know what I know today. Now, can you imagine, um, we'll use my age. So I'm 49. Can you imagine if I'm looking back at six-year-old me and what she didn't know that I know today and judging her for the mistakes that I deem she made? That's not forgiveness and that's not compassion. So when you're doing self-forgiveness, you're looking back at past versions of you. And I really... Really, really, really stress the non judgment. They didn't know what you know and they didn't have the power of hindsight, which, oh, isn't that amazing? Oh, but yes, no judging the decisions you made, the choices you made, and how you behaved in the past when you're doing the self forgiveness, because it's really important to show them kindness and compassion, but it also builds trust. Because let's say, Five years from now, you're looking back on this version of you. And if you have not judged yourself and you've built up that trust in yourself, that version of you is going to look back and go, I did the best I could with what I knew and with what I had in life. And I can forgive myself for making that choice. See how that feels? Magical. I don't know what's going on in five years from now, but that was something. All right. So <laughs> the other important part of this whole thing is allowing yourself the time to process your emotions. A lot of times when things happen, we kind of stuff it down and don't deal with it right away, right? Some some of us never deal with it. Some of it comes out in this massive explosion of emotions and feelings and loud voices. And it's not even about what's going on today. It's about all of the many, many experiences that you've stuffed down and not let out, not processed, and not even admitted and witnessed, right? Acknowledgement is a huge, huge part of forgiveness. You can acknowledge that behavior. You can see it and you can forgive it. All right. So processing your emotions can look like crying. And I mean, ugly snot cries. That's processing emotions, that's releasing, that's letting things go. It's fabulous afterwards. Not sleeping or sleeping too much. So, you know, you can go either way. Um, Typically when you can't sleep, it's because your mind is going and going and going. And it's like, why did I behave like that? What was I thinking? Why didn't I do this? And then when you're sleeping too much, you are avoiding or trying to avoid dealing with whatever it is that you're ready to forgive. And that is the funny thing, right? When we're ready to forgive, sometimes we still avoid it. We don't necessarily jump right in and be like, let's feel that feeling and emotions and let it out and, you know, write about it and talk about it and feel all the things and process it. Sometimes we're like, Oh, that's still kind of ugly. And I don't know if I want to look at it and that's okay. That's part of the compassion and kindness for yourself. Don't force it when it comes up and it's ready to happen. It will happen. So you can also have periods of grieving and this one always takes people by surprise because we associate grieving with the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, the loss of something, right? In reality, when you're working with forgiveness, you are actually going through a grieving process and you will go through the five stages of grieving. It's just natural. And you can actually, I don't think I can remember all five of them on, on right now, but you can actually use the five stages of grieving to track where you're going in your forgiveness. Like, am I ready to let this go and move on? Am I in this sadness part? Am I in this denial part? Where am I in this? So sometimes jumping in and doing the forgiveness work, you can feel like you're getting a little bit lost in it and that's okay. It really, really is. So The other part is giving yourself comfort foods and comfort activities. And, you know, it's okay to do that. You don't want to necessarily uh, binge watch anything for a copious amount of time. You know, if you find yourself doing this and it's like been two weeks, might be time to get out of the house and take a break a little bit because you are avoiding dealing with your forgiveness and your healing. And I've been there, I've done that. So it happens, okay? Compassion and kindness for this journey, 100% towards yourself. Now, this have having said that, this isn't a race. There's no timeline that you have to adhere to at all. You just have to Check in with yourself and see if you are processing or avoiding because both can happen and I've done both. (laughs) So we're going to go to break in a little bit. I'm just going to summarize what we just talked about. Um, In order to be in this journey, you need to have compassion and kindness for yourself. You have to realize that Forgiveness is an intentional choice. It's an inside job and you are letting things go to heal yourself. You're going to make mistakes. It's going to be messy. There is no timeline that you're sticking to, right? I mean, use the five stages of grief to judge where you are on this journey, but at the end of the day, if it takes you six months to work through one emotion or one situation, it takes you six months, reach out for help. If you want to, or, if, you know, definitely reach out for help to somebody. Um, you can email me Elizabeth at gmail.com. I would be happy to work with you through it, but you can also reach out to trusted family members and friends. And I do say trusted because You want somebody that's going to support you through this, not somebody that's going to be like, forget it already. Why are you still stuck on this? It's nothing. You don't need that kind of support. You need actual loving support through this. So when we get back from break, we are going to talk about how we're going to actually do the forgiveness work. I'm looking forward to that part too. It's exciting. I really enjoy forgiveness work, I have to say. It's one of my favorite things to work with clients with, but also to work with myself. Forgiveness, it just lifts you up. It makes you feel so much better. So you are listening to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore, and we are going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about how to start the healing work. Thanks.
0: So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Elizabeth.PurpleDoor at
1: gmail.com.
0: Now back to the program.
1: Hi there and welcome back to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. Um, So we were talking about forgiveness and what forgiveness is in the past section. So now in this section, we are going to talk about how to begin the work of forgiveness. And these are simple, easy, gentle ways, because quite honestly, when you're starting out, it can be overwhelming. Um, Again, (laughs) when I started out, I was just like, "Eh, I don't need to forgive. I don't need any, you know, I don't need any of that. And it's amazing to me how much the work of forgiveness changed my life and changed me and for the better, right? So one of the ways that I really enjoy working with forgiveness is checking in with your body and just consciously letting go. So let's say you have a specific situation that you are ready to let go that you're ready to do forgiveness work on and quick and easy, just check in with your body and go into your heart space and just sit in there for a little bit and you can feel your energy and feel how you're feeling today. And I always ask, am I ready to do this work? And what does your mind say? usually it's a yes or a no. Um, Go with that. Are you ready to do this forgiveness work? Yes. Yes, I am. So that's a simple one, right? And I say simple, but it does take some practice usually to actually find that calm space and hold space for your energy so that you can go in and sit there. And I know you can't see, but my hands are over my heart because for me, that's where my center is. That's where I go. And that is, that's my space, right? That's where I head to. So that's where I ask the tough questions. And thinking about it, so, okay, I'm ready to begin this work. Yes. Now, bring up the topic that you are ready to work with. So can I let this emotion go, or can I let this situation go? Yes or no. And if it's a yes, great. Thank you. I've let that go. Now here's the tricky part. Five minutes later, when you're all done and all of a sudden you feel yourself or hear yourself thinking about that situation. And it's like, Oh, don't get angry. judgmental don't get upset say to yourself oh I don't need to think that I've let it go it doesn't affect me I used to um, have a friend well we're still friends but she used to teach yoga (laughs) and when we were doing meditation during yoga she actually would envision it as so you're sitting in the silent moment And if you have a thought come into your mind, see it as a cloud that's just like floating past you or floating in the sky and just reach up and push it away. And that thought's gone. You can deal with it later or it can just be gone forever. That's your choice. But because you can't always do that in the real world, you know, when you're out shopping or whatever, and you have that thought pop into your head and you want to be like, nope, not thinking that right now. Thank you. Just. Say to yourself in your head, <laughs> oh, I've let that go. I don't need to think about that. Thank you. And then fill it in with something else, right? Replace it with I am thoughts because I'm not well. <sighs> All right, let's be, let's say that you were holding on to this feeling of anger at somebody because of something they said. You hear that and you're like, oh, I don't need to think that anymore because I am moving forward. I am forgiving them. I am forgiving the situation, right? Just erase it. Keep going. It will happen again. (laughs) Just keep doing it. So the other one that I really enjoy is the Hawaiian poem of forgiveness. And I know we talked about that a couple episodes ago, I think. So it's basically four lines and I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? thank you. And I love you. And change the tone of your voice with those lines. You're not going to say, can you forgive me in the same way that you would say, I love you. I love you. Do I? Right? You hear that? So the Hawaiian poem for forgiveness is so incredibly powerful for what it is, right? So you are looking at yourself in the mirror and saying that to yourself. And, you know, let's say if you are working with somebody with a younger you or with somebody else, then you would envision them being there and you would be saying it to them. And it's one of my favorites cause it's so powerful. Now this one is whew, a little bit more involved. It's for the tougher, bigger, harder situation that you don't, you need to actually get details out for. We are writing a letter, but we are not mailing it or emailing it or delivering it at all. This is for you to express everything you need to express. You, it, the words you choose are the words you choose. You don't have to worry about being cautious and careful and not hurting their feelings or not making the situation worse. You are getting this all off of your shoulders and out of your heart and just out of your energy. So you're writing out the letter, dear whoever, you're explaining yourself and you are just letting it all go. This letter can be as long as you need it to be or as short as you need it to be. It doesn't matter. You're just releasing everything out of your body right? Can you feel that? It's just like, oh, so much relief. So much energy just lifted your vibration goes higher, because you're not carrying this bitterness and anger and hatred and whatever it is around with you. It's not yours to carry, you don't need to carry it anymore. Let it out into the letter. Now, when you're done the letter, because again, we're not mailing this, we are not emailing this, we are not sending it to anybody. It's okay to rip it up. It's okay to rip it up and burn it safely. It's okay to just burn it. But before you do any of that, get a picture of who you're forgiving or who, yeah, who you're forgiving. Look at the picture, hold it in front of you and read this letter to them. You may use the voice you choose to use, (laughs) make it match your letter because you're forgiving and letting go. This is the letting go part. So when you're done, again, like I said, rip it up, burn it safely, whatever you need to do. But I, one of my favorite ways of doing this, and it takes a little bit of time, but I think the time actually You'll feel lighter and lighter every day. So, you need a glass jar and salt water. Salt water is very important. Rip the letter up and put it in a jar. So, if you have like a 20 page letter, you're going to need a big jar or a couple of jars, right? Rip it up, make it so that you have enough in there so that you can shake it. You're going to shake it twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. And You're letting go. You're releasing it. That's what you're doing. As you go throughout the week, the seven days, you're actually going to start saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive me. I forgive me. I forgive me. At the end of the seven days, it should be a slimy, slushy mess and flush it down the toilet. Let it go for real. Wash it away right? Water is one of our greatest healers, wash it away, let it go. And then if you catch yourself thinking thoughts, just simply say, I forgive me, I forgive me, I forgive me, and let it go. And I think we need to start thinking about forgiving and letting go in that whole mindset of you're letting go to create more space in your life for the good things to come in. So when you're when we're thinking about relationships and that kind of thing instead of holding on to it because well we've been friends for 20 years I really don't want to lose her or him whatever I'm letting this go in order to bring in better because don't you deserve better? We all do. We're holding on to these relationships and friendships that are 10, 15, 20, whatever years old, but are we enjoying them? And are they enjoying us? And maybe it's become like a little bit of a toxic relationship that neither one of us wants to let go of because it's been for so long. It's okay to let that go because you're making space for better. And, I just, hmm. I think we have a lot of time, our problems with forgiveness because it's kind of walking into the unknown, right? I don't know if anybody's familiar with uh, tarot cards, but the very first tarot card is the fool. And I I always love the fool cards because you see a character and, you know, male, female, ghost, whatever deck you're using. And they are about to take this step off of a cliff into the unknown. And it's kind of like forgiveness. It's kind of this whole healing journey is a step into the unknown. And we don't know what's going to happen. And that scares us. And then It stops us from making changes. It stops us from being ourselves. It stops us from healing and forgiving because I know I can deal with this, but what happens when I have to deal with that? And I don't know what that is, but I do know I can deal with this and I know how to deal with this, right? And I, you know, I see this a lot with people who are, they want to change their job or change their life right and a lot of times it starts with the job because we spend a lot of time at our jobs right and if you don't like it it's very unhappy time and it's a lot of unhappy time so when you're about to change your job and they just don't know what the future holds should I leave my job that I know how to do and I know how to maneuver the manipulations and all of the semi-abusive situations to step into something that I don't know and what could happen. And I think this is one of the exercises that I do a lot with my life coaching clients is instead of going, what if in a bad way, go, Ooh, what if in a good way, what if I change jobs and it's everything I want and everything I need. What if I do this and it works out fabulously more than I can even imagine? So I always say, write out 50 what ifs in a good way, (laughs) right? What if I do this and this happens or just what if the sun shines tomorrow? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, it would. So think about it that way, right? A lot of times what's holding us back is the unknown and the fear of the unknown and the unknown and change. And if we just change our mindset a little bit, we can actually walk into that future a lot easier. So when we get back, we are going to talk about what forgiveness helps you with because it's amazing and it's wonderful and right now we're going to go to break i will see you on the other side
0: so often we live our lives based on the expectations of others my dad always used the mantra be better than your parents let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy playing small and repeating the stories of your family Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Elizabeth.PurpleDoor at gmail.com. Now back to the program.
1: Hi, and welcome back. I'm loving this topic of forgiveness because it's so huge and so encompassing of all areas of your healing journey and your life really so before we went to break I did say we were going to talk about what forgiveness helps you with and forgiveness helps you with moving forward in a healthy manner right when you're afraid of change and afraid to move forward you are stuck in that situation and it may feel like you know what, how to deal with it and you know what's expected of you. So it makes it easier to stay there, but forgiveness helps you moving, helps you with moving forward healthily. It helps you with loving yourself. And what if your only purpose in this world is to get to know yourself better and to learn to love you as you are? What if that's your purpose? To get to know yourself better and to love you for who you are. Right? It helps you with creating and maintaining boundaries, healthy boundaries, which, you know, I hear boundaries misused all the time. And the thing is, is that at its heart, the most generalization of boundaries is how you allow people to treat you. And that's awesome because in the heat of the moment, you can be like, I am not accepting that anymore. I am not, that is, I'm better than that. Fabulous. But how do you maintain those boundaries? Because tomorrow the same thing's gonna happen and are you gonna let it happen? Or are you gonna say, nope, that's my boundary and then have a conversation about it right? Even if that conversation is just with you, still fabulous. So it helps you with healthy self-talk because you no longer accept or believe all of that other talk. You have forgiven yourself. You have forgiven who you were at the time when you bought into that story. And now you can move forward with the healthy boundary, right? I deserve better. I, I am better. Off, sorry. All right. So it helps you with living a better life, which, you know, we all want, right? It helps you. And I think this one oh, was my driving mission on starting my healing journey when I went through that tower moment and the witch hunt, and my life imploded, and I Kind of walked out like you know those movies where there's an explosion and that one person walks out and it's the cloud of dust all around you i feel like i walked out of that part of my life in that manner and my driving mission was to not become like the people who had destroyed me to not become like the people who had abandoned me to not become like the people who had stepped back because They saw what was happening to me and they didn't want it to happen to them. That was my mantra at the time. I will be better than they are. And I think that forgiveness helps so much with that thought process, right? I am not destroying other people just because I was destroyed. I am not hating other people just because I was hated. I am not taking on their bitterness and their anger and their resentment. That's not mine to carry. And that's not who I am. So in doing forgiveness work, and again, I started with me, I had no intention of forgiving them ever. And I found that through the process of working through forgiveness with myself, It actually became a natural thing to forgive them because I can see how hurt I was and I can see that it would have taken a lifetime of hurt and pain to cause that for them and to bring that about in them, right? So working with forgiveness actually helped me not become a bitter, angry person who decided to hurt other people. I ended that cycle, all right, so when we forgive, we're letting go, which can be like I said, a lot like stepping into the unknown, and it can be a challenge because we know how to keep living with what we've been living with, and we know how to deal with it, we know how to cope with it, we know how to carry it, and we know what it feels like in our heart and in our body and in our energy and in our mind, right, so when we're not familiar with that change and that forgiveness, we can avoid it and deny it and try not to get there. And we're just hurting ourselves at the end of the day. That's really just hurting ourselves. So if you need help, if you would like help with forgiveness work, please email me at elizabeth.purpledoor@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I teach it, I coach it, and I've lived it. And I still live it. I live forgiveness work on a daily basis. Um, It's just made my life so much better. It's made me a better person and I highly recommend it. So coming up next week, we are going to be talking about loving yourself first and why it's important, what it is, why it's not selfish, why it's absolutely necessary and what it can look like for you. And yes, Forgiveness work is part of it (laughs) because it's all connected, right? If your purpose in this life is to get to know yourself better and learn to love you for who you are, the way you are today, so that you can continue healing, not just past you, but future you, then loving yourself first is a big part of that. It's a big part of the whole journey of life and it's a big part of raising your bar because what else can you do besides love yourself first to raise your bar just that little bit more and bring about the future you and a healed version of the future you, right?
0: Thank you for listening to the Raising Your Bar Show with Elizabeth Moore. Elizabeth returns Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next time, remember to continue Raising Your Bar.